All right, welcome into Burn After Listening, episode six. I think is this episode six? I think so. Yeah, I think it's six. Okay, episode six. Uh, joined here with my co-host, Wit. How we feeling? Doing good. Had a long week battling a, um, a vicious arson case, but I think we're in the clear now. So hope, hoping we can move on. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you got that taken care of. Uh, must have had a pretty good lawyer. Um, Cake, how we feeling? Feeling pretty good. Just got back from vacation, so I'm a little tired. Yeah, I want to definitely hear about that. Let's uh, check in on Smokey, though. How we feeling? It's good to be back. Good to see all of you. And uh, I'm tired too, banged up. Just Red Red Bull vodkas are just never the look ever. But I continue. They continue to be the <laughs> the giving tree of drinks. It just with Shell Silverstein action. But you know we're here. That, I've been. Those turned me into assholes. I've been. I've been gorilla glued to the couch all day, like having been- <laughs> Dude, I'm right there with you. I'm I, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm also extremely hungover. I can't stop shitting. My head is pounding. No matter what I drink or take or do, it does not fucking help. I ate the like most disgusting burrito last night. I woke up covered in my bed in it. And I'm not kidding. I was actually covered in this fucking burrito in the morning. And then I went and I got another there. burrito this morning from the same place because I'm fucking disgusting and it was awful. <laughs> so this is kind of like my Jordan flu game. I'm not getting paid anywhere near enough for this, but nowhere. Yeah. Close. Enough about my problems today. Uh, cake. I know you had, you, I seen some crazy travels going to Hawaii. Now you're anything happened on the way back or was it smooth? Uh, it was pretty smooth, but so I booked the flight like a night flight so we could have like a last day there after we checked out it was like 9 45 going out of there and then you get back um to like la and then i had two more flights after that but going to la it was 9 45 to 5 45 a.m and so i was like oh that might be nice because then we could like sleep we don't have to get a hotel room or whatever um so i did that so i figured it was like great i got a ton of leg room i was like the seat behind first class we had like blankets and pillows and shit and, like a tv so i was like that's kind of nice um so i could sleep but there's two babies behind me and i was like oh this might be a problem uh so i like watched a movie and then i like as soon as i try to go to sleep these babies start screaming and they screamed for the rest of the flight it was Honestly, it wasn't quite as bad as the spirit flight going there, but it was like it was at night when you're trying to sleep. So it was like, honestly, close to it. But uh, I just don't think babies should be allowed. On I was going to say, like, if you're in, if you run into that situation, you should legally be allowed to take some sort of like physical action against the child and like. The, war, the more you yeah. can do for like the longer it cries. So if it cries for like 30 minutes, like maybe you just yeah. kind of like flick it. But like as long as you did, maybe you can punch it. I kind of wanted to fight the dad in this case, but like, I don't know. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are, but like, I, I don't think like if you have a baby, like don't fly with it. Like that's what I think. And I think if you must fly with it, like there's no choice 
that you have to fly with it. Don't do the overnight flight, like when people yeah, are trying I mean, to they sleep. They should just like, like over, like they should just like ship it in the cargo. Yeah, I know. You should like have to carry or not a carry on. You should have to check them, um, and they can go underneath in cages or whatever. But <laughs> kind of like the dogs, right? I uh, um, I high key think that there should be different rules, uh, laws, and regulations for when you're hungover versus like normal life. Because I just think it's such an asterisk when bad things happen hungover and you get like annoyed and stuff. It's just such an asterisk versus how you are normally. Uh, so I, yeah. I definitely think that should have something to do with it. So maybe that can be like a law. Like you should be able to fight somebody if you're hung sack. They should have flights where only hungover people can get on them. I think it really um, kind of solve a lot of issues. I've spent many flights brutalized on that flight home. Uh, like maybe like bigger bathrooms, like some soothing music. Uh, all the windows are down, something like that. Uh, yeah, definitely no babies allowed on those either. We need some kind of um, reform in the system. Dude, I think we should like make a law like, like a about that. Like, in the plane, bro. Like something like greasy. Yeah. You get everybody gets fed and just melts. That'd be fire. Yeah, I think like just going off the fact that there's like different rules for being hungover. Like I think you should be able to use that in court. <laughs> like, sorry, I was hungover. Like actually. We're gonna yeah. drop the case yeah. on the grounds of being hungover. Like, like, seriously, like I'm sorry that I murdered your wife, but like, come on, man. Do you? Whoa, whoa, whoa! I wasn't drunk. I was hungover. On that case, oh, I I definitely feel the jury. You know, the jury could definitely give you some slack there. Like, hey, like we're probably hungover too. We get it. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up too. I think this might happen. Like last week but did you guys see that philly did the one dollar hot dog night and then the fans started like <laughs> launching them at each other that's amazing okay yes. so you, i think i think it's rockstar personally but i want to ask you guys do you think that makes it like a good sports city or like a scumbag sports city no philly's a good sports city but they uh they're they're scumbags but it's just a good sports town it's like I think you can be both. You can be both, and they are both. Like they, yeah, they're scumbags, but the fans are diehard. They're just scumbags. Shit. So I'm coughing a lot too because I smoked two packs of cigarettes in two nights. So they weren't like I might have <laughs> they weren't, they weren't maliciously though. They weren't like trying to get anybody hurt or whatever. They're just like, hey, like we have a fuck ton of hot dogs. Well, it's just a throwing. I think they were throwing them at that guy initially that like was trying to eat as many yeah, hot dogs right. as oh, he yeah, could. And then like they were trying to help him out by just launching them. But I think like at one point it was just like, I'm just going to well, start I mean, throwing How much damage do you think a hot dog like, could actually wherever. do? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if it hit a baby, but like, again, they shouldn't like, what are you doing bringing a baby yeah, to a exactly. ballpark? Like, they should be allowed. Yeah, I do. I've said this for so long. Kids shouldn't be allowed to leave the house until they're seventeen. I'm serious. Like, there's just there's no reason for them to be outside, unsupervised, wreaking havoc. I mean, I know what I was doing when I was like twelve, like going around like shooting squirrels with a fucking paintball gun and shit, dude. I shouldn't have been allowed outside. Nothing worse than like a kid interacting with you too. Like, you don't know what to do when if they come up to you and like. 
trying to mess with you or whatever. Like, I don't even want to talk to them. I don't want anybody getting the wrong idea about me. Um, I would prefer to never talk to any children for the rest of my life unless they're related to me. And even then, probably not. Wit, bro, that actually just reminds me. So I worked at a summer camp for two or three years. And uh, uh, these the girl some and it was like i think it was um second to fifth or sixth grade so you know six to eleven year olds and uh oh. these these girls i was i got done with one of my high school football games that following fall and this group of like 11 year old girls comes up to me they're like jack like counselor jack and it just we had just lost in the playoffs like i was like holy shit <laughs> like you're a little pissed if, off already if one of my seat teammates had seen like i'm like taking pictures with 11 year old girls bro like just i was <laughs> so beyond uncomfortable i had no like I, it felt like i was in curb your enthusiasm i had no uh there's no social skill training seminar that i'd be like hey like i you know because it was, ugh, it was just flattering but it's like fuck man like I, I look like a I look like a future pedophile. Yeah, you gotta like get hands on the ground or like lay down on your stomach, hands in your head, like you're getting arrested. You don't want any any uh, anyone getting the wrong idea there. Not even not even like a hover hand, just like straight up, like, yeah. hands up, don't shoot. Yeah, or you could put could have just put like hand. your hands in your pants just to show that like you don't want to touch them. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been a better look. Hello, key. Yeah, that probably would. Like, I'm not trying to touch them. Yeah, I, I'm just myself, maybe. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, Sorry, uh, this is the pedophile podcast. That was yeah, this uh, anti-pedophile podcast. Uh, first of all, do you, go, go look at the Twitter group. Do you guys see that fucking monstrosity that your Herme fucking posted? <laughs> like he like he made like i already know that that fucking guy has raccoon taste buds like i saw that earlier today and i thought what that was just a toilet bowl the fuck like you threw up is this dude what the fuck is it i hope it's just a ridiculous amount of pesto because that is vile um like i mean it, like the bowl looks like it's from of, uh, well no it doesn't dude yeah, Burner's, Burner's biggest fan, Taco Bella, said, Is it paneer? And your Hermes said, Yes, actually. And Taco Bella said, So good. So oh. it's P A N E E R. And I don't know what that well, is. Paneer. Let me tell you something about that. Uh, she has me blocked, so I cannot see what that is. And it does not surprise me that she would know what that food is off the fucking. Off the dome. She knew off the dome. Crazy. It's like a cheese, dude. I don't, I don't, dude, I don't know. But all I know is that your Herme has raccoon fucking taste buds. The dude like lives for Arby's and Long John Silver's and thinks Burger King has the best fast food burger. It's actually disgusting. I'm so scared what comes out of his body based on what he puts in it. And like this is just like solidifies all of it for me. And we've seen a lot of fucked up meals. Like with Dyke and whoever else, but this is just this looks terrible. It looks like diarrhea, dude. I um, your Herbie's always been an out of pocket human being, but just you. The the final straw was you just saying that he thinks Burger King's has the best fast food burger, like that. No Burger King should no longer be in business. I I, I can't tell you 
the last time I've interacted with somebody that's ever eaten at Burger King in the past 12 years. Yeah, actually. And he just enjoyed I, I'm not a Burger King guy. I've, I don't think I've been since I was like a kid and my dad brought me against my will. First I actually have only had Arby's one time in my life and I made my mom like – or I, my mom stopped and got it for me. I think it was like a hockey tournament or something. And it was so bad that I made her like stop and give me other food. I was like, I'm not doing this. They got to be like the only place that sells roast beef as like a common item. It's a yeah. hot – it's a hot roast beef sandwich with nacho cheese served you in under a minute, dude. The, like, how is that? Oh. How is that like appealing? Does, does that even touch your stomach lining, or does it just shoot right out like a <laughs> suction cup? Right 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 <laughs> like, and you know, no shot. Those vats are getting cleaned by fucking Jamal or fucking Todd, who's yeah, nothing making twelve dollars an hour and just hates his life and just like. It, it, like couldn't give less of a rat's ass if there was like a mice pooping in that taco or nacho sauce. Yeah, like, a kid named Tyler who took like thirteen bong ribs before he came in is making your food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking fucking Anthony who's off half a bean right now collecting unemployment. Uh, like, you think they're making sure that your roast beef is like prime grade and that nobody touched it and like. You think you think John Taffer's running that place? No, <laughs> you're kidding. He'd <laughs> be furious. By the way, one of the best. I know we, we were talking in Hangovers, like probably one of the best Hangover shows. It's got to be Bar Rescue, right? Because it just makes you feel so much better about yourself. You're just like, oh, look at these retards run a bar, and like, look at me. I'm like, I'm not that bad. At I do think it's funny when he'll like when like a husband and wife own a bar together, and then it's struggling. And then, like, he'll go up to the dude and yell at him. He's like, you are a failure as a man. And it's like, dude. <laughs> you need to fire her. Dude, yeah. Like, imagine, yeah. like, you're just going to work and on national television. He's telling you you're a failure as a man that's going to be seen by millions of people. Yeah, but, the but like, you can't tell me that it's not unwarranted in a lot of them. People are just incompetent. It's crazy. They have no idea how to run anything. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, but, yeah, it's – that if that ever happened to me, like I'm not, I'm never leaving my house again. If John Taffer like called me a failure as a man, like, it makes me terrified to know what actually goes on in those kitchens. I've never worked in like the food service industry, but I can imagine some debaucherous things are going down there when they're making my um my loaded nacho plate. Dude, my first job was yeah, at Dairy Queen and it sucked, and I didn't even get to make oh. the ice cream. I had to make I had to make the burgers, and it was like you just basically kind of put it on this huge conveyor thing, but they didn't have like a grease guard on it. So like every time you would put it in there, or reach in to get one, it would just like shoot grease at you. And it was fucked. It was oh. fucked, dude. And I, I didn't give a shit. Did not care what happened, like what I served to some people. Okay. How about you have any experience in the restaurant industry or maybe like just a bad first job story? Uh, I've never worked at like a fast food place. I worked at a grocery store. So that was interesting. How was that? Um, it was all right. I was like the frozen manager and I worked in the dairy department and I swear to God, like people in the dairy department, um, first of all, like I was the only like kid there working in the back and like doing stuff and like everybody else there like hated their lives. <laughs> so I was just like, and then I tried leaving. I was like, I'm going to school, like quitting in two weeks. And they're like, we'll make you like a store manager. 
and I was like, look around at these fucking people. Like, <laughs> that's not what I want to be doing. Um, but yeah, people freak out though. Like, if you don't have like a certain type of yogurt in stock, and it's just like, did you? Yeah, it's like get something else, and then like they're like, "Can you go like look at this and like check for this in the back?" And I'm like, "Uh, sure." You walk back there, and there's just boxes of pallets, and you'd have to open all of them. So I just like go. Everybody would just go back there, and they just like fuck it, and they go back and like, "No, we don't have it," and then they get all pissed, and you're like, "Dude, I don't make." I've always wondered what's this. going on back there when they leave. A lot of fucking going on back there, actually. Is that, is that confirmed? Like a lot of fucking bang going on back there? All over the peanut butter. Yeah. It's nice and cool um, in the freezers and stuff. You got to keep warm somehow. Did you guys um, see they're closing all those like Walmarts in the Chicago area? Because they keep getting like mass amounts of people just raiding it at the same time and just like stealing everything at Walmart at once. Yeah, Really? I do have a good story of um, – I like – I was in like Chicago suburbs or whatever, working at the grocery store, but like the truck drivers would come in and I was like the frozen guy. So like you only have so much space in like a freezer. So you have to be like hawking stuff out like constantly and like they got to put in the freezer. So like if you get like eight or nine pallets in, you like you got to make room. But I'd always talk to the truck drivers and they're just like, yeah, I was like driving like through the south side of Chicago, like making like deliveries and people just like pull out guns and start shooting at my truck for no reason like they just like shoot at it he's like it's fucking there's animals down there um so it's kind of yeah, wild it's fucking wild. yeah there's been so many fuck there's so much shit like that you guys see the video of that um like that huge group of kids attacking like that one woman and like yeah the that was fuck out of her dude i no, did I didn't see that what do you think what do you think of it it's it all like teenagers, right? Yeah. I, I saw like the video. I didn't like read too much what was going on, but that shit is absolutely insane. Like that, that group mentality once you're uh, fighting is ridiculous. Like these swarms of people that like bum rush these Walmarts, it's absolute anarchy. Kind of rock star, honestly, but like, do you really need that Listerine that bad? Like, I don't know what these people are even stealing. It's more about just like having a good time with the boys. I think you're probably right. It's like, what are we going to do tonight? Like, oh, let's just go fuck up this Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else uh, to do. I, dude, I, that, that would be kind of fun about growing up in a city. Like, I, I just grew up in a small town. Like, most fun thing to do, and that's just what's crazy. Like, most fun thing to do is just drink Miller Lights in your dad's basement and just, like, watch, listen to Fallout Boy. That's I grew up in a for real. I grew up in a good um like basement garage drinking community. Like that's all you did in high school. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um I wanted to bring this up too. Did you guys see that Detroit Lions player that got suspended for six games because he was betting on basketball? Like not even the same no. sport. Really? Like he was betting on a different sport. And I'm like looking at it and I'm like, dude. I was like, if you can, if you're letting the players smoke weed, why can they not bet on other sports? How, like, what is, what is, what's the big deal? What's the difference? How would they have any correlation? I don't understand I don't, that. I don't know either. But just, I mean, he had like an account tied to his thing or whatever, or it was like a sports book, and they're like, yeah, six suspended for six games. Six games. That's like half yeah, the season. Yeah, dude, that's 
feel. I think if it's legal, you let them do it. Like as long as they're not betting, even if they're betting on their own sport, you just say you just can't bet on like you and your team. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of stupid. I understand like the same sport thing just because you're like tied into it. But like, that's just yeah, stupid, I, um, I think. I, I don't really have a take on that besides it just sucks. But that's the thing. Like, <laughs> it just sucks that that's a thing. Like. Yeah, I hope he like, lost all those bets too, and, and opt for it. Also, yeah, they're making like enough money to not have the gamble <laughs> at all. So I mean, like, what are you going after? I mean, some people just have that rush, but it's, like, at that, like, if I had that much money, it's like, why would I even risk losing it? Like, I have enough. I um, gambling, gambling is for the rich to lose money, though. Like, that's. It's what it is, what it always has been. If it's anything else to people than that, then you might have to reevaluate your relationship. Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of think it's like the inverse um, because the more money I have, the more I gamble because I'm like okay with losing it. That is true. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Like that's – But I feel like if you speak to any gambler, they're like, oh, I'm like – even if they're like, oh, I'm up right now. Like, if you probably look at everything they bet versus everything they've won in their life, they would pro- probably most people. Pretty, would yeah, be everyone that I says do. they're like up, which I, I, it's just like up what? I this will month, say, I think like, of the burners, Sherlock is pretty nasty at gambling, and Mr. White is too, maybe. I know Sherlock is. So go to, go everyone go DM Sherlock right now for all of his picks. Like he'll send them to you, but you just have to like DM him seven or eight times. I I straight up would be sick to my stomach, throw up, shit, cry if I saw everything that I've lost gambling. It's so bad. So or saw my, saw the total. My uh my brother lives in a state where he can't bet. And so he's having me places like bets for him. And I swear to fucking God, he did not hit a single bet all of March Madness. And I was putting in multiple a day. And it got to the point where I was like, dude, I was like, if you do not hit one of your next three bets, I was like, I'm done because you were so fucking bad at this. <laughs> and so he ended up like not making me place many more. He just made someone else do it. But I was like, dude, like at a certain point, like you just, you got to cut the losses. You have to. You have to. You have to cut your losses. You got no one to hold up, no one to fold up, no one to walk away, no one to run. Dude, exactly. Hey, I noticed um, straight up, boys, I'm, I'm perusing right now. The Edmonton Oilers are no longer verified. They didn't buy the blue check mark. You think that's some sort of protest? Is that just something like, do they, is there a reason they aren't buying it or? Uh, they protest it? The, like the Edmonton Oilers? They're, are, are they yeah. right now? Let me look. Yeah, they're up 1 0. Maybe they couldn't afford it because they're paying McDavid. <laughs> yeah. Cake. That's, you know what? You're probably right. I, uh, I shouldn't even ask. That's, that's the end. Maybe Elon just won't give it to him. Well, I mean, no, it's a business. Like, it's a, it's, it would have been a, a business verified one. They, yeah, I don't. So. 
confused why they're not tapping into that, but um, but but yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, what do you guys think of all of the, all of the, like checkmark shit when Elon like took it away and then like some people got it back. I mean, I think he did it just to troll LeBron, just so he could be like he could like LeBron didn't pay for it, but then he like made his profile like look like it did. Maybe that's what happened. I think that's a pro move, but and I think people are oh, that's good. reason. I think anything anything that mucks with LeBron makes me happy, so I can live with that. I um if you're ever if you're ever smoking a little bit, just toss on LeBron lying compilation on YouTube late night and you'll never laugh harder in your entire life. That shit is good. Bro. It's so hysterical, like, <laughs> like just saying a quote, and uh, someone's like, he's in that that barbershop show, and someone's like, uh, you know, my coach always said, uh, you know, hard times, you got to put yourself in situations to be uncomfortable. LeBron interrupts him mid sentence, goes, uh, yeah, that's my favorite saying. That's always been my favorite saying. Like, <laughs> he's he's like, uh, he's, he says he's like reading some book. And they're like, what's your favorite part about it? And he's like, oh, you, you know, I, I really like the whole thing. Like all of it. It, it all speaks to me. They're like, but like what specifically you can't answer? Cake, are you, Bro, are you good? Was, and then I saw um, I saw four, you know, Twitter's four pictures. <laughs> and I saw a different book in each picture, except one of the books was the same. And they were all on page one. <laughs> like all the bookmarks were in the beginning of the book. I, I saw, yeah, I saw that one too. Um, uh, nothing better than LeBron. Like, are you good? Oh, I think he's. Uh, I think he's frozen. We lost him. Didn't lose him. Oh boy. All right, that's fine. Um, did anyone else have anything they wanted to cover? Oh, I got um. I got kicked out of a bar for the first time in my entire life uh, last week. It yeah, took you that long? Week. What'd you do? I get I actually get kicked out <laughs> constantly. Like a lot of my shit is satire, but like m- most of the times where I'm like, I got kicked out of the bar last night, I got kicked out of the bar. Yeah, I always – that's the thing with the burners is I'm always curious uh, how much of it is a character versus how much, like you said, satire versus how much of it is reality. Um <laughs> Dude. Um, but yeah, so my, um, my roommate works at the bar and essentially some kid was causing issues. He, my roommate's like the, like half bouncer, half high, half far back. Uh, he's kind of like a floater and he, uh, this kid was causing issues. So our roommate, you know, says they exchanged some words and then it ended up on the ground. And I just hopped in on the other kid and then got dragged out by the hood of my sweatshirt. And the the this old guy who's one of the owners is looking at me like, you fucking pussy. Like, you're hitting one of the bouncers. All right, had some you're technical like, difficulties there. But like, now we're, we're back here. I want to make sure we uh, we get the ending to this smoky story of how he got kicked out of the bar. So take it away. Yeah, uh, got kicked out of the bar. My kicked out of bar virginity. And uh, just essentially, my buddy works there, uh, and I stepped in. Guy uh, went to the ground. I hopped on the other guy, not my roommate, and uh, got dragged out um, by the hood of my hoodie 
and they were just calling me like a pussy saying I was hitting the bouncer. And I was like, no, that's my dog. I was just hopping into the scrap. And, um, yeah, I, uh, it's pretty much where it ended. My roommate vouched for me. A couple guys at the bar were like, hey, like he wasn't hitting me. He was just hopping in. So got in. I haven't had any issues there since, but that's that's pretty much it. I'll uh I don't know where what exactly to do with, with that story or with these with the lessons I've learned, but I'm sure I'll figure out something. Yeah, I mean it's always important to uh to pop that first cherry. I think the first time I got kicked out of a bar too, I think was on my twenty first. And I did it in like one of these college towns where so we were going from bar to bar and it was like my birthday is in the summer, so um there wasn't like a lot of people there. So like the bartenders were very aware of like who I was and that it was my birthday. And um, there's this one bar where you get this like disgusting birthday shot. And it's just like, it's like, there's like just this giant jug behind the bar and it just sits there. And like, they just scoop out the birthday shot. Like, I don't know what the fuck's in it, but I took it and they like, you take it next to a trash can. I didn't puke in the bar. And I was like, fuck that. I'm not puking. Went outside immediately. And my friends were like, where the fuck did he go? And they found me puking all over myself, like next to a dumpster. And then I tried to go back in the bar and he's like, get the fuck out of here. That's so brutal. Dude, it was, it was, it was rough. Um, but yeah, getting kicked out of bars is always good. Um, last thing I wanted to bring out, bring up here. Um, did you guys see that Patrick Reed's wife like was found out that that golf account was actually a her burner? No. Pretty my girl to ride for me like she does. She is she's backing that dude up to no end. That's ends. what I'm saying, bro. If if my chick doesn't have four or five burner accounts being like, oh yeah, like burner, like he's a really great guy, his penis isn't small, it's average, then I don't fucking want it. Dude, yeah, I, I just need like my own personal minister of propaganda just spewing stuff that's you know helps my narrative. I, I like if that's that's what wives do, you know, and now we've just moved to a digital age. So that's where we're at. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm on the same page as you. I know you're yawning, dude. I am fucking exhausted. I need to go to bed for like the next seven or eight days. So if you guys have nothing else, I'll probably call it here, but, uh, thanks for listening this week and, uh, love you all. Thanks. Thanks everybody. Bring your sister over here, let her dance with me just for the hell of it.